Hello everyone, this is Whitney and I want to welcome you to Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast where we are all about helping women to succeed and become the best version of themselves. And guess what? This is a new season and we are doing something different. We have invited our men friends to come and join us this season. And I'm super excited because sometimes women have a way of helping and blessing us, but then men have a totally different perspective. And so on tonight, I have a good friend of mine. We go way, way back. And I want to introduce to the world none other than my friend, Pastor Ricky Banner. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me, uh, Dr. Whitney Carey, my friend and uh, my colleague in the gospel. I'm so glad to be here with you. Absolutely. I couldn't think of a better person to have to open up my new season. And you are the pastor of Living Rivers Ministry. And I know a lot about you, but I don't want <laughs> to true. I don't want to divulge all of the information. So do me a favor, just kind of share with everyone a little bit about yourself and um, what it is that you do. Sure, sure. Um, as you have already stated, um, I am the senior pastor of Living Rivers Ministry Ministries, and um, and my uh, overseer is uh, none other than um, in the natural my mom, uh, as well as the spiritual. Uh, my mother, Prophet, is Deborah K. Webb. She's our apostolic prophet and general overseer, um, and we uh, are under the covering of. Temple of Praise, uh, as well as High Ground, uh, always abound assemblies. Our bishop is Bishop Lynn A. Staples um, out of the Temple of Praise. So, um, a little bit about me, I guess, um, in regards to, or in addition to, rather, um, my spiritual background. Uh, as you said, we go way back. So, I've basically been in church uh, all my life. Um, all my life, I was. Uh, raised in the church, um, raised in, uh, under Bible way, uh, under the Bible way organization. Um, eventually we uh, matriculated from there. Um, my mom, uh, back, uh, probably in the late eighties, I believe it was, um, started to, uh, help our pastor, our then pastor to actually, um, found his, his church at that time. Um, and uh, around the mid '90s, my mom uh, stepped out, started her own. Uh, so from there, um, well, kind of digress a little bit um, from from starting the uh, the ministry uh, back in the late '80s. Um, you know, I really that was where I really started to um, get a lot of uh, training and, and, and education uh, about. Um, the church and um, really the inner workings of of the church, um, not just my uh, you know my relationship with Christ, um, but really the, uh, the the inner workings of the church, um, and I mean just did everything. You know when you have a small ministry um, for those that 
have ever been a part of a small ministry, um, you know, you, you completely understand that you pretty much do everything. You learn everything, uh, you know, um, and so I was the pastor's nurse. I was a musician. I was a clean-up person. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> you know, I was a janitor. I, I was helping on the parking lot, you know, just... <laughs> You know, you just do everything, you know. Um, so you really, really learn just the ins and outs um, of how ministry works, you know, um, going to feed the homeless, and, uh, you know, Thanksgiving drives, just just everything, just the whole nine yards. So um, really just learned, you know, a ton uh, as, a, as a child, even before I was double digits, started learning um, and um, eventually becoming... Uh, Sunday school youth chaplain and helped me teach Sunday school um, when I was in my early teen years. Uh, ran from the call uh, to preach the gospel for a good while. I uh, ran from that call. Um, and and I, I said, well, I, I'll do it, but I'll do it, you know, when I'm ready to do it. But God had a whole other thing in mind. So um, that'll be a whole other conversation that lasts all night if I tell you about that. But um, ran from, from, from the Lord for a while and uh, eventually accepted a call um, in my latter teens um, and um, been preaching the gospel now uh, I was um, I was licensed ordained in 1998 um, so uh, it's been 22 years almost 23 years now um, in addition to again all the other things that 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 I was taught, trained, forced, told uh, to do. Um, <laughs> um, but it's been a blessing. It has been nothing but blessing. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Um, so that's pretty much been uh, you know been my journey. Um, and uh, so when I was ordained, of course, I was ordained as a minister. Um, a few years later, um, uh, as an elder and uh, as an assistant pastor. Um, and I served in that role um, as an assistant pastor for uh, about seven years. I served in that role um, and uh, was elevated to the to to become pastor. Um, served in that role um, for about probably about two years, um, and the Lord moved me. Um, uh, to um, to an associate role under Bishop Staples, so I served in that role for uh, for about the last decade, about the last ten years, um, and uh, just recently here, God has opened up the door and the opportunity um, and given me the charge once again to uh, just step out. So, um, so it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. It's been tremendous. Uh, it has not been uh, easy. Of course, um, you know, there's been some difficulty along the way, um, but uh, but nevertheless, God is just awesome and I'm just so thankful. Um, so in addition to uh, me being a pastor um, and serving, uh, in, you know, in ministry, serving the people, um, I also do work, I still work a secular job even, um, and um, I've been working uh, probably since I was uh, 14 years old, since my first summer job, um, I've pretty much been working consistently. So 
I've always been a hard worker um, in every way. Um, so I still do work, actually a secular job, uh, a nine to five, what they call it. Um, and also have, um, I've been blessed with, uh, with a wonderful family, um, my lovely wife, um, Liliana, and my son, Jeremiah. Um, and uh, I've been married now for, uh, I've been married for three years now, so. Uh oh! It sounded like you was about to mess that up. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm the, you know, uh, it's, it's uh. Listen, no, all the ladies real, are listening. Yeah, I got to be real careful with that. I got to be mm-hmm. real careful with that. Um, and um, actually, my anniversary is actually coming up um, in a couple oh, of weeks. Happy anniversary! Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. Um, so. Um, so I'm a married man uh, with uh, with one child, and I pray that uh, we have uh, seven more. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I have one one son, um, and uh, if if the Lord if the Lord uh, will, um, we may have a couple more. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, so everything has just been is again, it's just been a tremendous blessing, um, and that's pretty much. Um, you know, just to kind of sum it up um, mm-hmm. in my life story. As if you didn't say a mouthful, <laughs> just to sum it up. Um, <laughs> listen, first of all, I love Prophetess Webb. She is an absolutely amazing woman. And so, as you mentioned, you're a PK, you know, a pastor's kid. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, what would you say? is your calling because you mentioned it you touched on it we i'm a pk so like you had to do everything like you said so how do you know what you're supposed to be doing in life and i you said that you just have been married for three years now i've been married for 15 so you took your time getting married so how do you know what God wanted you to do? Is that an appropriate question to ask? Um, sure. Um, I mean, for me, you know, um, as I said, um, well, let me first say this, like in regards to what you, uh, in, in response to what you said, as far as being a PK, um, you know, being a PK, uh, and I think, I think a lot of people have, I guess kind of been maybe misled or, 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 you know, got some misinformation about PKs and because a lot of times you hear the negativity and, you know, all oh, man's right. tough and rough and things like that, but make no mistake about it. It, it is, it is a tremendous blessing. Um, and whether you're a PK or not, whomever, whoever you are, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're going to be ups and downs in life. You know, life is not just going to be peachy. Um, right. You know, so being a PK, um, the spiritual part of that, you know, um, is that you, unlike maybe some other people, um, you know, you have that constant presence of, um, of, not just your natural parent, but your spiritual parent with you. Um, okay. And as a pastor, 
um, pastors, uh, God gives pastors sight. Um, he gives them insight. He gives them foresight. Um, so whereas some pastors don't necessarily walk in the office of a prophet or as a prophet, however, it doesn't mean that God does not deal with them prophetically. Um, because as a leader, um, as a shepherd leading sheep, um, by all means, you, you have to have sight. Um, and in order for you to lead, lead a person, um, and, 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 and to guide a person in, in the, in the right direction, um, you have to pray and ask God to give you sight. Um, and, and so again, as a PK, like, you know, it's like, man, like not only do we have a parent that, you know, parents, parents are, you know, they have sight and intuition and all of those things. Um, but your but your parent also is your spiritual parent as well. So, so you're kind of like you're always under that umbrella of prophecy, one way or the or, or the other. Um, you know, so you're you know you, you kind of hear things and you know things are said to you about you know what God um, has for you and you know who you're supposed to be or something along those lines. You always hear that in some way, shape, or form. Um, so, you know, for me, I, I was, I, I was hearing certain things from my mom, you know, I was hearing it from the household, but very, very early, I also heard it from other people. And, um, <clears throat> not only did I hear from other people, uh, some kind of way, you know, God would download it in my spirit, you know, um, and I was personally, um, I was personally intrigued and and, and excited about about ministry. Um, you know, as a as a young child, but as I grew grew older, you know, my interest changed, and that's when I said, "Well, okay, um, yeah, well, I would love to be a preacher, and I would, you know, yeah, I would, you know." I would love to do this and do that in ministry, wow. but I'm gonna do it. As I said earlier, I'll do it. You know, when I when I want to do it. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait until this age, or I'm gonna wait until that age. So, and as time went along, uh, you know, I just, you know, God would just, in, in one way or the other, He would just speak to me. Um, I would have dreams. Um, you know. Um, Sometimes uh, randomly, I would meet people who would say things to me, and I'm like, "Oh my God, like, I know, I know this is God." Um, that would just that would just confirm the call on my life. Um, so I got it from so many different sources, you know. But it started, it started at home, you know. It started at home. Um, so, but it was confirmed through so many different sources, and and then when I tried to run away from it, um, and I tried to delay it. Uh, you know, even walking in God had me to be, um, I had to pay for it. Um, I had to pay for it. And even then, um, you know, God would have people to speak words to me. I mean, I met preachers and prophets that never, I, I, I didn't know from, from, from Adam, from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would, sometimes I would be somewhere, I would go to a service or something and I would be called out, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh Lord, you know, and 
I mean, I'm telling, I'm talking about going to a service where like I knew no one, you know. So it was just confirmed to me in so many different ways. And like I said, when I tried to run from it and prolong it and delay it, um, I, I I started paying for it. Like things started happening to me, um, you know. Uh, I, I obviously God didn't take my life or anything like that, but mm-hmm. things started things started happening to me. Um, and even then, you know, I was getting words like. You know, you like you know, you're running from God. I'm like, like, how do you know that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, how do you know? You know, so um, eventually, I said, okay, I just yielded. I just surrendered. You know, I just surrendered. So, uh, you know, I got. Wow, that's all I can say is wow. I hope that you've enjoyed the first part of our interview for this evening and as we go into the second part of this interview i just want you to keep in mind that this has been a crazy year so far just 2021 and so i want you to pay full attention to the next part because it's really in depth talking about really understanding who we are and the desires and things that we have um, for our lives. So pay attention. Let's go back to the second part of the interview with Rick Banner. Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, I want to explain it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. Yes, I said that. It's free. Then there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. I absolutely love it. You can make money from podcasts with no minimum listeners. And it has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started today. Because when I said, okay, you know what, God, you know, I, I'm, I'm, man, I'm past ready. Like I've been ready, but God, he just made me wait. He just made me mm. wait. He just made me mm. wait. Um, but while I waited, I worked, you know. Mm, um, that's good. Yep. Yep. While I waited, I worked. Um, I did whatever I need to do in ministry, um, which I've always done, but I did it even, even the more, you know. Um, so, yeah. So for me personally, um, I can tell you for a fact, like I said, that. God spoke the word. Um, he, he spoke the word to me. Like I said, he, he came. He came to me in dreams and <clears throat> spoke spoke the words to me. Um, put it in my spirit numerous different ways. Spoke through other people, different prophets, pastors, um, people that was even outside the church. You know, um, you know, people come and say, "Man, you know, you, you know, you, you, you're a preacher. You sound like a preacher." I'm like, "Oh, I, 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 you know." Just so many ways God confirmed it, you know. He, he will establish his word in about two or three witnesses. And he, he did that over and over again. And, um, you know, so for me, it's it's just a matter of finally saying, you know what? Okay, Lord, I, right. I, 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 I give up. Like, whatever you, whatever you, not my will, but your will be done. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do. 
But see, that's good because as most of my audience is women, right? And so there's men that do listen, but as a man and you're saying that this is what you go through, this is your process, there are a lot of women who desire to have a husband or a man that is in ministry not understanding the process that it takes (laughs) to be attached to someone that is in ministry and so while you're saying that I wanted to bring that out because now you have just gotten married you said and it's only been three years right Correct. And so now, now that you were in that waiting period, now you have just now added a whole nother dynamic um, to ministry. And then so now how do we handle this? Because there's all these women who say that they want this. But now let's talk about this. Do women really want that? Do they really want a a man that is in ministry? You know, I can tell you that um, from experience uh, and you know, being being in ministry myself, and uh, you know, being a pastor and counseling so many people and talking to folks, and, uh, you know, just seeing so much through the years, most people have no clue of mm-hmm. what they of, of what they think they want. Mm-hmm. Most of them have no clue, you know, mm-hmm. um, because uh, you know what what it takes uh, to to do this. Um, is it's, it's a great sacrifice on 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 many levels and and you know and, and it's definitely something that um it's not for the faint at heart no you know it's mm-hmm. not for the faint at heart because there are so many challenges there's so many challenges um <clears throat> and i think what people um a lot of times um uh, don't realize is that uh, does the good outweigh the bad? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. The good does mm-hmm. outweigh the bad. Mm-hmm. But you have to always be mindful of how much bad you can take. Mm. And for some people, um, you know, because everyone's strengths are different. Um, and so the good is going to outweigh the bad but can you truly put up with the bad and um, for a lot of people that's you know the bible tells us that the race is not given to the swift the swift or the strong but he who endures to the end right so it's not about getting there quickly it's about the ability to endure you know and to persevere through the challenges that's what it's about so mm-hmm. it's 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 not that the good is not going to outweigh the bad. Like, no matter how bad it is, the good is going to be better. But can mm-hmm. you get through the bad? Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, um, you know, just being transparent and being real, um, a lot of people, um, you know, when that when those bad times come, you know, they 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 look for alternative ways to maybe get around it but the, the fact of the matter is you you can't get around it you just you got to push through it yeah. um so for for the women that you know believe that they want someone in ministry um i just believe 
you know, wholeheartedly. That's what they have to really, truly think about that. And it's not just, and let me say this for people that are listening even, um, it's not just about challenges within the marriage. We're talking about ministry challenges. Right. You know, because you you have your own challenges within your marriage. And it, and it doesn't mean, you know, when I say challenges, I'm not saying, you know, things that threaten divorce or nothing like that. I'm not saying right, that. Right. I'm just saying just, you know, just your own challenges, you know? I mean, uh-huh. you, know, you, you want the heat on, he wants the air on. I mean, you know, just, <laughs> you know, just whatever, you know, just your own, you know, to, to become one and, you know, just working working through all those differences, you know, um, you know, the kids come along and just, just all those normal things that you deal with just being married. In addition to all that, we're talking about ministry challenges, yeah. you know, um, so you have to keep that in mind that, um, you know, your, your marriage can be on, you know, 1 million. It could just be awesome and great. Um, <clears throat> but you'll have these challenges on the other side um, that will come and you just have to be, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared for that mentally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know that what I have found is that um, everything can be going, can be going great. And mm-hmm. um, and then it's just like one thing, like um, communication is really, really important. And yes. so sometimes it's just, a misunderstanding of what I perceive so you know we've had to learn where you know God is first so I'm I'm not doing anything outside of what God says but sometimes my husband has put um what he perceives as ministry and God in the same category and I don't agree with that so I'm like well hold on buddy like yeah, I believe it's God, then your family, and then ministry. And he's like, well, no. So sister, sister Susie needs counseling. No, she don't. Not today. Not when exactly. she didn't. Not not when she didn't make an appointment. You know. And so sometimes those are the things that um, you don't even foresee. It's nothing that um, is talked about. There's no way to know, and it that can definitely cause not like huge problems but it's it's um things that can cause risk in marriages when you're in in ministry for sure i i agree i i agree wholeheartedly now it's it's that's why i say you know there's you know your 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 marriage can be great but then these things in ministry will come up that will directly affect the marriage Mm-hmm. And you know you're like you're like wait a minute our relationship was good like why why yeah. is this bothering us you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. it happens you know mm-hmm. it, happens. it does it does and I'm sure it happens in um in all relationships you know and oh, yeah. um Absolutely. and I think that that's why it's so funny that um the song that Jonathan McReynolds uh, sings is that the enemy knows even if you don't know he learns from your mistakes you know so like yes, 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 you yes. don't realize but he sure enough realizes and so he's gonna make sure that yep. he brings it up every single time so you need to be aware be cognizant of what's going on so that you can learn as well so that you don't continue to repeat the same things the same cycles over and over and over again um, which brings me to this point 
um, of what's happening now. And you mentioned that um, as a pastor, and I was just talking about it, that you counsel, you do different things. Um, and so there's a pandemic happening right now. And so how do you um, do that? How do you camp counsel different people? How are you adjusting to the pandemic during this time? You know, um, it's it's definitely challenging for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And because the challenge is adjusting um, to the changes, you know. Um, <clears throat> and everyone is different in terms of um, how they, uh, you know, choose to handle change, um, you know, and I, you know, for example, um, you know, we just had an election um, and we are almost to the conclusion of it, but because I guess they're still counting on in some areas, but um, mm-hmm. but they have pretty much somewhat of a, of a result. But um, look at the difference and um, how people have responded, right. you know. Um, and um, so, uh, you know, for some people, just as we have unfortunately dealt with. Um, the difficulty in within the last four years since President Trump was elected, uh, you know, there are people to this day. I mean, I've heard people say from from the day he was elected to now, um, you know, he's he's not my president. You know, he's never been my mm-hmm. president. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because they no matter what and no matter how much time has gone by, they just refuse to adapt to that change because of their own personal feelings, beliefs, values, morals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is the change happened and it took place. True. Um, so, uh, you know, people, people respond differently and people don't always, um, number one, accept change or number two, um, they don't always deal with it um, in the best way uh, possible. So as a pastor, this one of the one of the um, challenges of being a, of being a pastor or, or, or being a leader in, in, in of, of any form, um, whether it be in the church, marketplace, wherever, um, one of the great challenges uh, as well as one of the great strengths of a leader and especially a good leader is your ability to adapt to change mm-hmm. so as the pastor um, you know you have to accept it first mm-hmm. but a lot of times the people can't accept it True. so the challenge of the pastor is okay um, you know, it's hard for me and, and 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 you and her and him and them and 
everyone, you know, as a pastor, as a leader, but you know because of God who's called you to be and because of what your responsibility is to the kingdom of God even, that you have to accept this change um, and there are other people counting on you. Uh, so what do you do when they reach out um, but their hurt is, you know, exacerbated because they can't reach you or, mm-hmm. you know, they can talk to you on the phone but they can't physically see you or they can't, you know, <clears throat> or they feel like, you know, I just need a, a, a hug from my pastor. I just need a, you know, um, or I just want to sit face to face and have a conversation and they can't do right. it. So, right. So I think that has been one of the greatest challenges as a pastor is the burden of the people. Right. Um, because again, as a leader, you one of your greatest strengths um, is to learn to adapt. You know, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like you take a lick and it keep on ticking. You roll with the punches. You know, all of those mantras we've, we've said through the years. You know, and it's just true. You just, you just learn how to, you know, <laughs> just just take it and keep on going. You know, just keep moving. But for the for for the people who may not be there you know some people are but some some just may not be they may not be there yet mm-hmm. you know um what what like what do you do you know what do you right. do when some when someone is really on the verge of a breakdown you know yeah, yeah. um you know what do you do um and yeah, in some I, cases, I mean I'm, there were so many people who have been like well when are we coming back i just want to come back and yeah, the yeah. real answer is, is that we may not get back for a long time. Exactly. Like uh, Governor, our Governor Hogan just said that we're going back to phase one. So I don't know if people realize, but this is a real thing. We may never get back for a very long time to being in person and people are risking their lives just to touch people and be in person. But People have to realize that their salvation is not based upon people, but it's based upon being in connection with Christ, you know? (laughs) And I think so for so long, we've been putting it on God, on my pastor and um, the elders and shouting and having a good time. And the real question is, is how much connection have you had with God? Do you pray? Do you speak to him? Do you hear from him? And the real answer, I, I believe, unfortunately, is people do not have a relationship with God. Well, absolutely, I I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, it, that's it's it's no other way to put it, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people unfortunately don't have that true relationship, and and they go to church and they shout and they sing and they, you know, they you know they say hallelujah and, and all that, but. You know, beyond beyond that hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours, however long they're in church, beyond that, that's that's it for the whole week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people don't even go to Bible class, or I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's just it. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, that's just not going to cut it when you when you're talking about your salvation, your soul. Um, you know, uh, you know, 
because Rick, people are people are are dropping left and right. I mean, people are yeah. leaving quickly. Yeah, quickly. yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it, it just you know this this pandemic has really, um, you know, uh, has really um, allowed people to be illuminated and just see that um, for a lot of folks. They weren't as strong as they thought they were. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as, as you said, you know, people were very dependent on a number of things, you know, um, mm-hmm. just people, people's dependency on other people alone. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's just crazy. You know, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's like Vicky Winans, <clears throat> you know, sung the song years ago, as long as I got King Jesus. I don't even know about anybody else, you know, and, <laughs> and you know, people, and, and, and some of the same folk that was singing and shouting off that song, them some of the same ones, like you said, that's risking their lives and going to see people and all that. Like, I, I thought as long as you got King Jesus, you ain't need nobody else, you know, so, you know, uh, people, you know, they, they're really, you know, they've, they've been exposed, you know, a lot of yeah. people have been exposed. You know, yeah. and, and I mean, I hope mm-hmm. that I hope that with them being exposed, they they're able to get better from it. Yeah. You know, um, because at the end of the day, honestly, um, if you do have a relationship with Christ, uh, you know, and if you if, if even if you had to be shut away for a little bit, um, you know, by yourself or with your family or whatever, you know, what have you, I mean, you should be okay. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you, should, you should be okay, and and it's and it's not that, and and I've said this from the start of it. It's not that you're not we're not being realistic. Like, mm-hmm. so it, it, it doesn't mean that you won't miss anybody. Of course you'll right, miss, right, right, you know? right. It, 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 it doesn't mean that, but it just means that you're not gonna, you know, um, crumble or you know have have a nervous breakdown or right or what have you just because you you can't physically see a person right. You know, it, 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 that's all it means. But it doesn't mean you're not gonna miss nobody. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, and especially for those, um, and and I'm sensitive to that. You know, for those that, for example, um, you know, their parents live in another state or something like that, or 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 their parents may live in another part of the world. You know, um, and they haven't been able to see their parents, you know, for for a number of months now. Yeah. Of course, of course, you're gonna miss your parents. Of course, right. it's gonna be diff- of course it's gonna be challenging. It's gonna be difficult. You know, I mean, you may have some times where you cry some nights, mm-hmm. but but to to lose all mental faculties and have to be admitted to the hospital and all that kind of thing that that's that's another level of it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and we we as Christians, as believers in in, in Jesus Christ, um. You know, we, we 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 should be able to be sustained. Right, uh, that's not where know. we should be going. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. We should be able to be sustained, and um, mm-hmm. so you know, so that's you know, it, it's, it's a challenge for everybody. But that's a challenge, especially as a pastor, as a leader. It's you know, it's some, you know, you know, we lead all kinds of people, and everybody just does not have that capacity to to hold on. Mm-mm. And I think that as pastors now is coming the time to where you need to be on a different frequency than yeah. everyone else. 
to where yeah, you should be tuned in to where God is speaking and giving you clear directions. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to bring the people of God together. This is how we are going to ensure that the people of God stay connected because he's still speaking. The question is, Absolutely. is everyone Absolutely. still listening? He has not fallen off and Absolutely. he's just leaving everyone by the wayside to figure it out on their own. It's just that, like you said, some people don't like change. And so God is still moving. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He yes. wants to know, are you listening to what it is that he's telling you to do? And people exactly. don't want to adjust. They don't want to do what God is telling them to do so that people can be reached. You know? Yep, yep. yep. So that's the, that's the reality in this day and time. Um, and I appreciate you giving me your time and attention. And granted, I didn't ask all the questions that I told you I was going to ask. Oh, but okay. um, <laughs> even with um, the pandemic and the movement that is happening, um, yeah. the the Black Lives Matter movement and yeah. being a black man today. Yeah. Please tell me, how do you feel that that has affected you if it has or hasn't affected you um yeah. you you have a son so mm-hmm. how do you feel that that has even affected you um during this day and time i know as christians sometimes we don't want to get involved in that so um how do you feel that you have been maneuvering through this time um i'll, I'll say this uh for me personally it has been um, there's been a number of things, but um, to kind of summarize it, uh, it has been um, motivational. It has okay. been, it's been emotional. Um, you know, uh, I feel so as a black man, I feel so connected to my culture, my people. I, wow. you know. Uh, you know what, what what we're going through I feel so connected to our forefathers and our ancestors what they went through um, and that's where the emotional piece comes in and um, I can tell you because I'm very transparent I, I don't mind telling anyone that I've cried you mm-hmm. know um, I've cried seeing some of the things that have happened when I when I saw what George Floyd went through and <clears throat> um seeing some of the other cases, you know, Amar Aubrey and Breonna Taylor and, um, you know, so many others, so many others, even going back to, um, you know, Eric, uh, Eric, Eric Gardner and Eric Garner, Garner, Gardner, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but the one in New York who, um, mm-hmm. you know, kept saying, I can't breathe, which was a few years yeah. ago. And Philando Castile in Minnesota a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, of course we know Trayvon Martin and Mike Brown. I mean, just, and, and, and so on and so on and so on you know um, even even uh, uh, recently within the last couple months actually was, um, it was Emmett Till's birthday and I, I saw yeah. somebody put a post up you know Emmett Till would have been I, I think like 75 maybe this year something like that wow. um, and just thinking about it you know how he lost his life over over um, not well not just racial injustice but it, but but it was actually a lie because the lady later came out and said it, he didn't even do it. Like he it, uh, he didn't even do it. You know, like she later came out and admitted that she didn't. He didn't even do it. It was just it was made up. You know. Wow. Um, so not not only the fact that it was injustice because of racism, 
but it was even a lie. It wasn't even true, you know. So it was completely fabricated. So, um, you know, so it's, it's, it has been again, it's been, it's been emotional. Um, it's been motivational in the sense of, um, you know, uh, basically staring up, um, uh, you know, my creativity, being motivated to to see how I can help, how I can, you know, um, um, become a part of. Of, of, of being influential uh, in, in whatever way to help uh, you know black people and brown people and and, 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 and other minorities and you know um, those that have been marginalized and and, and, and just counted out you know um, so it has motivated me to um, you know to 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 be a part of the solution um, you know um, trying to be creative and you know come up with some things and um be be more uh, be more positive. Um, it has uh, <clears throat> just stirred me up with that. Even um, even right now, I'm working on um, some things, and I can't let all the cat out of the bag. But even in terms of with business, um, just some things that God gave me, and you know, I had already kind of had some things in my spirit, but um, through this whole pandemic, even things that God has given me, um, and I'm working on working on right now, even in terms of my own business, trying to uh, move forward with that. Um, even in response to some of these things that have been happening. So um, being a father, uh, the other side of that has been, um, the other part of that has, the other part of that has been um, praying, uh, you know, praying more and asking God for wisdom so much. Like, you know, just, uh, you know, the Bible says the wisdom is the principal thing. Solomon said that Mm -hmm. the wisdom is the principal thing. I said, God, give me wisdom, even now, even in this climate right now, at, uh, you know, post-election and all the things you've heard and, um, you know, the threats that are out there, even against black men and their children. And, um, you know, we know that there are people out here that literally are insane um, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and and don't care. And uh, as, as I mentioned already, we know what happened to Emmett Till, you know, in 1955. Um, but those things are still happening today, you know. Um, yeah. You know, people are still being killed and lynched and things like that. It's not as as much as it was back then, but it still happens. Um, so asking God to give me wisdom just in how to move every day, <clears throat> you know, um, being aware of my surroundings, especially when I have my son, um, you know, uh, not letting road rage get the best of me when somebody just do something completely stupid on the road, mm-hmm. you know, so sometimes I you know I'm, I'm, I'm guilty I'm I'm guilty of sometimes saying man what in the like what are you doing you know <laughs> but you know it's like now sometimes people do stuff and I just mm, thank you Jesus mm-hmm. okay you know how they do because you, you just don't know who you're going to encounter you know yes. you, don't, you don't know who you're going to encounter so Ooh, you know, the just Lord has sure. brought you a mighty long way Oh yeah! Oh, thank you, Jesus. Only do it. it you know. So, you know, it, it has made me more aware. Um, you know, more aware. Um, you know, um, more wise. You know, I believe that God has already given a measure of wisdom, but I continue to pray for more wisdom. Yeah. Um, and again, I try to be, um, you know, try to be uh, a part of the solution in any way I can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, that's that's amazing because I, I don't know how many people saw the clip with um, 
Van Jones on CNN where he was crying. Yeah, yeah I, and I watched to it be, Yeah, and like to be a black man during this time nationally, to be crying about just the state of our world right now and what is going on, it yeah. speaks volumes, you know, and it yeah, speaks absolutely. to to be able absolutely. to show the vulnerability that a lot of black men won't do. Um, yep. So. Yep. To, yep. to share that and say that you know it's okay to do that you know it's all Absolutely. right to do it because at first I was like what I can't believe he's doing it then the more that I kept watching I was like wow this is awesome this is amazing that oh, yeah, it, it was, he, it, it, he's it was a powerful moment. to do it yes yeah, absolutely it, it really really was and I think that um, if more men were to show that vulnerability that it would um, break down some walls and some barriers instead of telling our young men you can't do that stop crying what are you crying for you know what I mean um, yeah, and raising our young men that way that it would just be um, it would tear down some um, some continued cycles that keep perpetuating over and over again so, I, agree. Uh, I agree. Oh man. So I'll end on this. I, first of all, thank you so much for um, just sharing with us and enlightening everyone that was listening and allowing them just to hear some thoughts from uh, the male perspective. So to end it up, if you were able to tell a younger version of yourself, um, looking back, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, you know, when you, when you ask that question, you mean like me personally, as me, me being younger, not just any young person, right? Correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, my younger self, um, I would tell my younger self, don't waste time. Mm. Um, because, um, tomorrow's not promised. Um, we know that. Um, in terms of just life itself um, but in addition to that uh, we, you have no idea of when opportunity will come you don't know um, we know we know the Bible tells us that time and chance happens happens for everyone we know that so you will have time and you will get a chance but you don't know when it's going to come right. um, so don't waste your time um, and, and waste your opportunities because that chance that you waste that may have been your chance you may not get another chance um, and that's in whatever you do so I would definitely tell myself that um, because at the end of the day um, it's difficult it's hard to live with the shoulda coulda wouldas the regrets you know, the looking back saying, dang, man, should you know what? <clears throat> you know, um, it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to do that. Um, and I think a lot of people, now I'm not, not me, not me, but a lot of people um, try so hard to go back in time and, you know, correct things and do things that, oh, man, I should have did this. I'm going to do it now. You know, I'm 50 years old. I, I should have did this when I was 23. But yeah, it's going to be a little bit different when you're 50. 
know, <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit different. You know, not saying you can't do it, but it's gonna be a little bit different when you're 50. You know, and and you may not get the same result. And you know, so you know, I, I would probably tell myself that you know, don't waste time. Um, you know, seize your opportunities. Um, and uh, uh, you know, that's probably the only thing, honestly. Um, that I would really kind of advise myself personally because um, I'm a firm believer in um, I'm a firm believer in uh, you know moving moving in the will of God um, and there's some things that I did that I thought was the right things I thought was you know the right move whatever to make um, and it didn't pan out and I said okay Lord well obviously you didn't, that's not what you have for me okay. Um so even when you move in certain ways or you do certain things and it, and it doesn't work out, yeah. then it's just not God's will. You know, it's just not his will for you. But the worst thing is just when, is when you don't do nothing at all. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and, and then you wondering, oh, man, was that, you know, was that my opportunity? Was that my chance? Gosh, I have done that. It's like your husband always says, you know, he's been saying this for years, you know. Did I zig when I should have zagged? You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. you know. And and you literally have to sometimes you gotta pray and ask God to release you from it. You know, God, can you yeah. just get this thing off of me? Yeah. You know? For you know, sure. so you know, because you you'll live life, you know, chasing what you think you should have done. Yeah, yeah, so, that's real. Yeah, so that's probably one of the biggest things I, I would give my young self in terms of advice. Don't waste no chances. Um, you know, go for it. You know, whatever it may be, go for it. You know, what what's that's the worst awesome. that can happen? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> thank you well I appreciate it again this has been phenomenal I hope everyone was taking copious notes and writing things down but if you want to get in touch with Pastor Banner you can definitely do that please tell everyone how they can reach you he does um, uh, counseling like you said speaking engagements all different types of things Um, if you want to uh, get in contact with him and his ministry you can also do that tell us when your services are all that good stuff how can we reach out to you well, let me say um, again. Uh, I just want to thank you so much. Um, you know, I just, I just got so much love for you and for your husband, Doctor Carey. Oh, sure. Um, and for your family. Um, we you love know, you. Uh, yeah, we just, we just, we love you guys, and um, thank you so much for considering um, and having me. Um, thank you to um, Sister Lucas <clears throat> um, and um, just everyone on your team um i would certainly understand and realize and recognize that um no man is an island and uh it 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 it, it takes it truly does take a village to get things done um so to you and to your team and uh to to everyone that um comes together you know um on your platform to make it happen thanks to all of you guys um and uh congratulations on um just continued success um yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so for for my ministry, um, our website is the thelivingrivers.org. It's the or the however you want to say it. Uh, living <laughs> thelivingrivers.org. Um, and on the website, you can navigate through the website. Um, there's a contact us um, page there where you can uh, reach out there. Um, you can also email me directly. 
um, pastorbanner at gmail.com. It's pastorbanner, B-A-B-A-B as in boy, A-N-N-E-R at gmail.com. Um, well, like I said, you can do it on the website on my social media. Um, my social media for uh, Instagram is pastorbanner on Instagram, um, uh, as well as um, Twitter and on Facebook. I am on um Facebook RE banner RE banner on Facebook so um, we'd love to hear from um, from from you guys uh, whoever's tuned in or um, just become even friends for those of you that are even a part of um, the podcast or part of other ministries um, we'd love to become uh, Facebook friends or Instagram friends what have you so we can follow each other support each other lift each other up um, you know uh, the, the, those of us that are in the kingdom and just trying to do the work of the Lord. Um, it's important that we encourage one another. So um, certainly reach out. I appreciate it. Um, and I'll certainly reach back out to you. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you again. We love you. And to everyone that's listening, we love you as well. Thank you so much. Again, this was Ladies Takeover Podcast. And we will see you next week. Love you. Bye-bye.